Let us open our hearts to listen to the word of God as proclaimed to us. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this morning. We give you praise. We bless you, Lord Jesus, because you are good to us at all times. Lord, we pray that through your word today, our hearts will be open. We pray, Lord Jesus, that the word of God will produce faith that leads unto salvation in our life. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, can I start by asking you this question? Have you ever been in a limousine before? Anybody ever been in a limousine car? No? I have never been in limousine. Yes, David has been in limousine. I have never been in limousine before. But in life, lots of people want to ride with you in the limo. But what you really want is someone who will take the bus with you when the limo breaks down. It is rare to find friends when going through difficult times. But when things are good, everybody wants to be your friend. The king who is present in our pain. Mark chapter 5 from verse 21 to verse 43. From our passage this morning, we saw what this meant. People rejoicing with people, people ready to affiliate or walk or be with people when things are good. And when things are really, really tough, people try to move away from you. We saw what this meant for a lady who has suffered sickness for 12 years. And also for a leader in the synagogue named Jairus, whose daughter, who was 12 years old, was dying. But Mark gave us this story or recorded it for us to show us that we have a king who is present in our pain because we see exactly the role that Jesus played in the life of these two people. Please, if you have not yet done so, can you please open your Bible with me to Mark chapter 5, verse 21 to 43. You find it in the Pew Bible on page 1007. As we consider my first point from the passage which we read this morning, and the point shows us or it encourages us to put our trust in Jesus, who is always with us during pain. Trusting in Jesus during pain. Previously in our study, we saw the disciples in desperate need. If you remember the account when there was storm, when Jesus calmed the storm on the sea. We saw another person who was also desperately in need of salvation, in need of healing and deliverance. Here we talk about the man who was possessed by the devil, by demons, as Brian was helping us to see this last week. But today we're reading about another man who is in a very desperate need. Of Jesus because his 12 year old daughter is not well. If you see with me in verse 22 of chapter 5, 
it reads that then one of the synagogue leaders named Jairus came and when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet. He pleaded earnestly with him. And what did he say? He said, my little daughter is dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she will be healed and leave. Have you ever been in such situation before? I have been. Likewise, some people here today, and in fact, some have been in a more desperate situation than this, which is described in the passage we read today. In time of trouble, Jairus trusted in Jesus because if he doesn't trust in him, he wouldn't go to him in the first place. At a very difficult time in his life, he came to Jesus. He went to the person who is able to help him. He went to the person who is able to save him, who is able to give solution to his problem. Jairus, a synagogue leader, trusting in Jesus, was a little surprising because... In chapter 3, verse 22, we read about how the Pharisees rejected Jesus and his ministry. They said Jesus is possessed by evil spirits, if you remember. They said he was casting out demons by Beelzebub. And what about the people that lives in Gazarene, the one we considered last week? Those people, as we read previously in chapter 5, verse 17, rejected Jesus. They begged him to leave their region after Jesus healed the man that was possessed by demon. But in this story this morning, at last, there is a Jewish leader who in desperate need sees that everything depends on trusting himself to Jesus, bearing in mind the possible consequences. Jairus, who we had all, I mean, I'm sure would have heard all about Jesus and probably witnessed some of his miracles. But this time, he put his trust in Jesus. He approached Jesus. He fell at his feet, which is a physical act of worship. And he pleaded earnestly with him to save his daughter who is not well. He trusted in the king who is present in our pain. He knows that nobody is going to be there for him. He went to Jesus. And Jesus agreed to go with him. And a large crowd followed and pressed around him. Verse 24. But something happened before Jesus got to Jairus' house. As Mark recorded, another event a popular story of the woman with the issue of blood. The NIV said, a woman that is constantly bleeding. I don't know how to say this word very well. It's hemorrhage or whatever. That is the way the ESV put it. And we see that story from verse 25 to 34. And that leads me to the second point because it's like a shift from what is happening in the life of Jairus to another woman entirely. 
And in the next story, we see an encouraging faith in Jesus during pain. It is one thing to trust in Jesus while in pain. It's another thing to have faith in Jesus during pain. This sort of faith that we found in this lady was not found in the disciples who were following Christ. Rather, it was displayed by a woman who is ceremoniously unclean. According to tradition, she is not meant to be found in the gathering of people because of her uncleanliness. Nonetheless, she is not even allowed to touch someone, of, I mean a person, like Jesus. Just like Jairus, the leader in the synagogue, who was following Jesus, seeking help and solution to his problem, this woman also has a problem. And she does not have a personal solution to her problem. She has spent all she had and has suffered a great deal by the doctors and so many people. You see that in verse 26. But in her desperation to get healed, see what she said. See it with me in verse 27 to 28. The Bible says when she heard about Jesus, she came up behind them in the crowd and touched his cloak. Because she thought, if I just touch his cloaks, I will be healed. Immediately she touched the cloak of Jesus, she was healed. This miracle must have encouraged Jairus to continue to put his trust in Jesus. You know, sometimes when things happen around you, it makes you stronger. Sometimes when things happen around you, it makes you think deeper about Jesus. But for us today... This story has encouraged us to put our trust in him who is always there for us. To put our trust in Jesus at all time and in all situations. As Christians, while we seek to follow Christ and be his disciple, there will be situations which will seek to discourage us from serving him. There will be situations like this. That we are experiencing at the time, at the minute, there will be events in our life which will test our faith in Christ Jesus. In fact, there will be things that will happen to us which God will not give us all the answers to as to us why it has happened. There are times in the home, in the house, my wife will ask me some question. And I will tell her, sorry, I don't have answers to it. The same way we ask and query God, why did you allow this to happen? And sometimes we don't have answers to everything that happens to us in life. In the case of Jairus, an example is what happened in verse 35. See with me, in verse 35, the Bible says, While Jesus was still speaking, some people came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader, 
your daughter is dead. They said. Why bother the teacher anymore? Jairus' messengers discouraged him from allowing Jesus any further. But see what Jesus said to Jairus in verse 36. Jesus told him, don't be afraid. Just believe. Maybe you're here this morning with such discouraging news about life situation or family situation. Listen to what Jesus said to Jairus, which is the same thing, the same message for you this morning. Jesus is saying to you, don't be afraid. Just believe. Let me encourage you this morning that if Jesus remains with you, there is no ground for fear. I want you to trust, trust the person, not the circumstances. Don't go on fearing the worst, but do keep on believing for the best. These words is similar to what Jesus said to the disciple in chapter 4, verse 40, when he calmed the storm. This shows us that it is a lesson that Mark highlights. And Jesus wants us to learn this lesson. We are called not to fear, but to believe in the Lord Jesus, the King, who is always with us in times of trouble and pain. And I move quickly to my last point. The point where I would draw comparison between these two events. Because we've seen something about Jairus and all of a sudden there is another story about the woman with the bleeding. But what does this two compare together? What does it teach us? It teaches us about the king that restores. The king that restores. Jesus made three statements between verse 36 and verse 43 when the news broke about the daughter of Jairus being dead. See what he said in verse 36. Jesus told Jairus, don't be afraid. And he went on to say in verse 39, the child is not dead but asleep. And finally, in verse 41, what did he say? He said, little child, rise up. As if indeed she was sleeping. I'm sure this probably is not or they are not the most pastoral thing to say or do in a difficult time like this. But Jairus has witnessed the healing of a woman. A woman who have lost Everything, just as himself, who have just lost his child. Jairus saw, or probably needs to understand, that this little daughter of himself, little daughter of Jairus, remember, she is 12 years old, 
And here, in the healing of the woman, we saw a woman who has been in a hopeless situation for how many years? 12 years. The same number of life of Jairus' daughter is the same number of years that this woman has been in an hopeless situation. I'm sure this is pointing to something. But finally, let's consider the third thing that is very the third thing that is similar in this story. Jesus said to the woman after she was healed, Jesus said, Daughter, in verse 34, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. But how about Jairus? What did Jesus say when he went in with a family to this little girl? In verse 41, Jesus took her by the hand and said to her, Talita kumi, which means, little girl, I say to you, get up. The woman with the issue of blood has faith in Jesus. It was a faith that made her healed. It was the faith that made the difference, not the touching of the clothes. The word healed in this text is translated saved. So you can say that your faith in Christ is what leads to salvation. So you and I, the story is teaching us that we need a saving faith in Christ. It is not the touching that gives you healing, but the faith leads to healing, and healing in this context means saved, salvation. But what about Jairus? In his response, Jesus is saying to Jairus, with all you saw while you are coming, you don't need to be afraid. Just believe. Put your faith in me. And that is the message for us today. From all we have read in the Bible, Jesus is saying, don't be afraid. Just believe. Put your faith in me. And finally, because of Jairus' faith in the Lord, the Lord who can save, we see in verse 42, immediately the girl stood up and began to walk around. And Mark emphasized she was 12 years old. At this, they were completely astonished. The woman with the bleeding was restored. She can now walk with friends. Her social life and dignity was restored back to her. Her faith in Christ has given her a new life. But what about Jairus' daughter? She rose from the dead. Her life was restored back to her and she was reunited with her family. But for us today, what does this mean? It means Jesus is the king who has come to give us eternal life. He is the one that gives new life 
So the lady who has the issue of blood is the one that gives new life to Jairus' daughter. But he has come to give us a life that is better than the one he gave to this little girl. What we just read about is a glimpse of something that is greater. Jesus is offering us, as is recorded in John chapter 10 verse 10, where the Bible says the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. But what has Jesus come to offer us? He said, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. The life we have on earth is limited. But to have eternal life in heaven, we need to do this. To do what is said in verse 36. We need to believe in him. Don't be afraid. Just believe. We should trust in the power and compassionate God. He is the king who cares about us. He is the king who is present in our pain. He had compassion on this woman. He had compassion on Jairus. But the compassion he offered us today is on this cross. He died, laying down his life to give us eternal life. The life that is better than the one we are living now. And because of this, we can trust in him, the giver of life. And as I finish, we need to have a saving faith in Jesus. We need to keep trusting and believing in him, who is always present in our pain. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. And thank you because you are always present with us in our pain. And for this, Lord, we put our trust in you. Help us always to believe you when things are tough. And to always trust in you at all times. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.